Hi, I'm Mark. Hi, I'm Jamie. Hello, I'm Ben, and welcome to Through the Garden Gate. It's Tuesday night. It's half past seven. It's time for Through the Garden Gate. Get the boys in. Good evening, Garden Grand Ball. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Mate! Yeah. Check you out. Can you... <laughs> oh, mate, can you hear me all right with these on? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear Perfect. Yeah, and I can see you. That's always a good start. Yeah, I'm literally just making sure because it's raining like hell, so I didn't want you to uh, get healed of rain in the background. Where's Jamie then? He's in. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, and that got me all out. That's my birthday this week. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's cool, isn't it? Have you, you, you've, you've had to put it backwards like I did because otherwise it's the wrong way, isn't it? <laughs> I was out here for about an hour earlier setting it all up. So we've got proper light and everything in here now. Professional recording in the studio. <laughs> you wait till you see it later. I'm going to share something later. <laughs> it's got to be amusing. All of the gear. <laughs> proper professional. I've got all the gear and no idea. <laughs> Why's Jamie not coming in? Invited Hi, Rachel. You. I've invited you, Jamie. I thought I'd take shoes tonight. I'm not on my end for once. Well, I mean, typical. I've put that... Uh, uh, to, well, the podcast that goes live tomorrow is the one where we had all the technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> is it the one I did from my garden, or was that that's been released? Yeah. In it, that one where we had to do it separately because it just wouldn't let anybody on. It's such a nightmare. You can just hear the rain in the background. Just about it is hammering down. I thought for that visa in, it's going to be a nightmare. <clears throat> oh, there he is. He's just turned on video, apparently. No, I'm just just turned on video. I went out and come back in again, and it worked. Right. Let's hope we can get our guest in. You're looking. I can't see Jamie. Look at that for a hair chop. Oh, mate. Looking smooth, man. Like, I, can't, I can't see you, though, bro. <laughs> What's he gone? You thought you'd have had the writing backwards when you're ready for this. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't mentioned that at all. Uh, <laughs> even it's shum for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, stand up again. Shared it. Why haven't you shared it on Instagram? Stand up. <laughs> Look at that. Someone's ready for the press event. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see the back of it. <laughs> oh God. Go on then. That's Give us a twirl. Official, that's the official start of merch, isn't it? Mm. Look at that. I don't know. Oh, wait. Look at that! 
Does it work, Mark? Yeah, it takes you to our Instagram. Does it work? Bloody hell, brilliant. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Catherine says I need some letters up here on my mirror through the garden gate. Yeah, you're laying the side down now. Oh. <laughs> Next week, I'll print it out. <laughs> Get cast. No expense, but it's... That won't be back. That won't be backwards. Though. <laughs> oh, bloody hell! It's absolutely hammering it down here. Is it raining where it's you are? It's stopped. Yeah, raining all day. It's well. It's only been raining for about an hour, but it is absolutely hammering down. Terrible. Yeah, hideous day. Everything was just starting to dry up, lovely, and you think, oh, it's nice, and then all of a sudden, if you have the wind as well. Gone again. Yeah, it's been windy, really windy. My temporary roof stayed on, though. Yeah. It's good. You get your wood on. Good. I, I've always got wood on. <laughs> yeah, you, you passed 40, Ben. We know that's not true. Yeah. Oh, I've got my stick on. <laughs> no, Did I you have a nice birthday, mate? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. pretty nice. Nat wouldn't let me do a thing all day. Fucking true. Nothing. It was better than Father's Day. Wow. So, yeah, I know. I Every time I went to do something, I'll do it. It's your birthday. I'm like, you what? And obviously yeah. she got me these. I bloody love this. <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as I saw the on-air one, I was like, right, can I get it to work if I flip it? And it does work backwards. Flip what? So what have you flipped? You've got to flip, flip the all, all this has to be backwards. Otherwise, you get this. Is that backwards uh, or yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't read it. Whereas I'm... Uh, yeah. right. It's the wrong. Way. Look at my, look at my merch. <laughs> I can't see you, mate. You can. Can. So I've just, I can't. Can't. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Well, can't see you tonight. Hi, Steph. Yeah. Hello, Steph. I'll, I'll bet I'll hide that from Steph. She'll kick me in the head. What are you hiding? Steph's, not, Steph's not impressed with my loofers. <laughs> Special loofer seeds. Oh. I, ain't got it. I ain't got any loofer seeds. Yours not turned up yet? I don't know, nothing. Have you seen the state of my packet? I did see the state of your packet. Oh, yes. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. You're hanging out the hole, isn't it? Lucky this the packet. Well, so it's only a small pack anyway. Oh, Jesus. Rip, rip that a bit more and I'd have had no loofers. I'd have just had an empty envelope. <laughs> oh, so... The postman's obviously seen how good they are, Nick. <laughs> so Kim, Kim you just said you sent her mine, Ben. Thanks ever so much. I, I must have done. Hey, Chris. I... Yeah, flashing me loofer about. Yeah. So I had, right, normally... You, put, you two don't really know this. This is in the background. But I, I normally have a few things that I can, I can relate back to. But So when I, when I printed tonight's one, it came out as... As Nikki's one from last week. Come out of the printer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what? But you're glad you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they'll be like, I didn't work with 
the naked gardeners. What are you on about? <laughs> what are you on about? No, maybe you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a very, very limited. Yeah, yeah very limited. There's a, there's a few bits on there, but it sounds like um, our guest might be able to just breeze us through. Yeah. I'll, I'll do my intro and we'll get him in if we can. Yeah, go on then. I've seen him. So yeah. tonight, his guest is a writer, a chicken owner. He has a PhD in physics, a homestead owner, growing his own food for health benefits, a vlogger, a Garden Media Guild Award winner in 2023, a square engineer, a no digger, product tester, a man, a human, a gardener, a scientific gardener, a YouTuber, an Instagrammer, and he's got all the kit. It is, of course, Alex Smith. Alex grows food. Yeah. Alex grows food. This is where you're fixing my towel. There we are. <laughs> Hello. Alex. That's my uh, soundproofing equipment. It's very high tech. I'm going to show you all again. Look at that. I sold <laughs> 10 year old towel. Nice. But I still had all the kit. I didn't mean it. How are you guys doing? Hey, Alex, you're right. Yeah, not too bad. Let me just sort my volume out a bit. It's uh, lovely and rainy here as well. Um, so it's all a bit slick. I had to go put the chicken away. And um, yeah, no, I didn't fancy that one. I just had to. I came in here. This is our little back bedroom stroke office stroke everything. But this is where I do everything when I'm indoors. And then I thought, oh, I'll just go in. And my tripod wasn't here. So I had to run out to the greenhouse. Oh, God. I'm going to get I was in the greenhouse on Sunday and I went, oh bugger. But yeah, I've got it now. I've got it now. Hmm. The last 10 minutes running around looking for the mobile adapter for this tripod. I've not used that since I bought the darn thing. And uh, yeah, that was a, um, well, dust as well as water. So that's what I'm going to say. No, I don't mine, do much cleaning. Normally, I let mine just run out of battery normally. <laughs> <laughs> that's an early exit. Right, I'm off. My battery's flat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was uh, more, more uh, organised than anyone today, then. Looks like it. Mm, that's unusual. You still can't see me, Ben? No. It's a great loss, mate. I know what you look like. I can see everyone else. Imprinted. It's imprinted on your memory. <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> you love it. What do you mean, Alex? <laughs> oh. <laughs> we all made content together. Well, not we haven't, but you have. And, uh... First time I've met you, and you're already dissing me. <laughs> I like him already. There's one word too. I wasn't even. Uh... <laughs> you wasn't even trying yet. No. Yeah. yeah. All right. Give it half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might have just heard me, Alex. Tea, just to calm me, calm me down a bit. So um, I hope it'll be mellow, but. End of the hour. You won't need any of that to fall asleep on here. She'll be dropping off. <laughs> As you probably heard, Alex, or saw that I printed lots of things about you and, and Nicholas came out from last Did week. mine come out? Well, a little bit. Okay, because I can't see mine, obviously. I, yeah. <laughs> mine were Mark, did you print yours out? No, they're all on the phone, but I'm watching you guys. So. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, so Alex grows food. Yeah, amazing. Twenty twenty one was it? 
an old Instagram account. I thought I'd turn around to um, taking pictures of food. I was in a small um, six by six meter garden. It was the second year of the pandemic, and I I really got a taste that first year just doing pumpkins and sunflowers, the basics really. Um, but it was really hard to get food during that lockdown year, that first one. I think I can get it for about six, seven weeks, something like that. I was in the middle of nowhere as I was sort of. So I really got into the idea of what if I could just take these tubs, like these moving boxes, um, these plastic ones, let's chuck loads of soil in it. It's probably food safe. And then grow some run of beans out of it. That was the idea. And then always oh, put some sweet corn in the ground as well and let's do some more things. Um, and it really kind of took off. I sort of kept doing it non-stop. It was kind of the only thing, it was my main hobby really. Um, and then, yeah, I just took those and those pictures of it. Mm. And that sort of ended up becoming the Instagram account, which then became the YouTube account eventually. When I moved to this bigger garden here, which is a nice farmer's cottage. I don't own it, but um, yeah, it's, it's nice. 0.1 acres of no dig beds. I was really ill. I was really ill when I had that six by six meter garden. And I spent ages and ages in it, just tending to it, growing crops and stuff. And I sort of, it was horrible in grain. It became this beautiful space that I spent all my time in. And then I moved here in February, end of February. Growing season is not that far away. So I had to very quickly turn that into a nice growing area. And then, yeah, by the end of the summer, hundreds of kilograms of food. It was good, amazing. But mm. when you've got a single mission and you're not doing anything else, it's relatively easy i guess mm. if i was working which is another issue that would uh, be a different story yeah i think there's so many people on here including me that i class myself as a lockdown gardener started at lockdown so many people you hear on here don't you say oh yeah i started lockdown because because same as everyone else we, we didn't have nothing to do for it, it was however long. the one time where you really, really had free time even though you couldn't do anything with it you'd go in the garden garden and that's the only reason I, I wanted to do it i think a year before a couple of years before um before i got my job i was going like i really want to start a farm that was on my five-year plan for some reason i was going to the job interview on the train i remember going I really want to do that like, that was pretty concrete but yeah i didn't act on it until the lockdown and the second year i brought down at that really um yeah it's remarkable yeah really, wonderful yeah so you say you want to start a farm <laughs> that was the part Pipe dream, yeah. I wanted my cows, <laughs> and um, I've got chickens, but I wanted, yeah, my own pigs and my own cows and my own veg, yeah. and I wanted my own pub where to sell the food. That was sort of the pipe dream. The oh, it was such a lovely vision I had. Um, yeah, I think we've all had that at some point. It would be amazing, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, would be. Well, I was sort of, I was moving out of Somerset, a lovely, gorgeous, rolling countryside, to flat Cambridgeshire, going. Oh, I want to go back, and that was sort of the yeah. And lots of walking around Somerset through pubs and things. I think that's where it came from, wanting to go back instinctively. So Somerset to Cambridgeshire? That's a yeah, it was a big old move. Yeah, it's about four or five hours. I, didn't, I don't drive, so it was all trains as well, so it was a nightmare um, getting yeah. anything done. Was that for and, work? Um, yeah, it was for a job, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, a software job. But um, yeah, very flat, very bleak, very windy. Uh, very, very windy. And um, yeah, I wasn't quite prepared for that. Whereabouts in Cambridgeshire? Just outside of Cambridge to the west. Um, it's far enough that you wouldn't want to walk it, right, yeah. uh, which is like an hour and a half, two hours, I guess. Yeah, but, um, yeah it's not too bad. I cycle everywhere, which is fun. Um, I've just, just passed my test, actually, so yeah, now I'm driving. Yeah. Congratulations, well done. Really excited. 30 years old, and I finally got it. But um, 
Yeah, for the last few months, I've been cycling everywhere, and yeah, uh, I was moving house once, and I had some tomatoes to strap them on. The, I sowed some seeds about two days before I moved house, and I just strapped them to the back of the bike and I cycled to the new house with them, and um, they got absolutely obliterated. The soil all compacted inside the the propagator cells, and it all became little round balls. And I had to rescue all the seeds and then oh, stuff no. them in. Um, best harvest I've ever had, but um, yeah, it's nice. I can drive now. Go to the garden centre and not try and you know um, not stack plants on top of each other that kind of thing. It's quite nice. Yeah, having a car make a difference. Yeah, but don't don't give up the bike. That's that's what we should all do a bit of cycling. I think already um, I started to have its impact. I think but, um, yeah. When the spring comes, maybe one way system. Yeah, it's um it's all the cyclists. I, I the cyclists myself. There are a lot of them around. And they have a oh, sort yeah. of like schools of fish on bikes, and getting around them is really difficult. It's low. mental, isn't it, for bicycles? Yeah, and the, the actually is different as well. Um, I think because there's so many of them, just the behaviour is different. And then the car driver's response to the bikes is kind of uh, what's the word? Where it's unreasonable. It's like a instinctively um, aggressive almost. They've had enough, um, yeah. and it gets quite hostile at times. And yeah, so driving around that's been quite fun. It's quite, a, it's quite an experience. Mm. It's a, it's a nervous thing to do. Cycling around Cambridge isn't the one. Anywhere else, I'd recommend it. But Cambridge, for some reason, it's a really scary place to do it. Yeah, Bristol's no better. Big city, isn't it? No. Big cities are no good for bikes. Can't. Bristol's Imagine. really, really hilly, though. I wouldn't want to do... I wouldn't want to cycle in Bristol. I mean, the western end of it. Mm. So I'm in the north, so Everywhere's either downhill or uphill for me. <laughs> so I look, look down and then you'll see, you see the North Somerset Hills. And it's like, yeah, I'll drive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm far too lazy for that. The downhill bit's all right. <laughs> I went to, back to Bath. Um, after moving to Cambridge and cycling everywhere, I went back to Bath for a summer. And I tried to cycle up that hill up to the old university and going from flat being able to go up I couldn't do it I had to get off I could cycle 70 miles that was really not an issue that was my range but uphill couldn't do 10 yards some of those ones in Bath are brutal lovely though yeah um, Alex tell us about your growing space at the minute then mm -hmm. do you call it allotment do you call it a garden what, 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 explain it to us um, it's funny I've not really thought about it until I started doing um, media stuff really but um it's an old garden. It was mostly just lawn um, originally, and then I sort of call it a kitchen garden now. I've sort of made it, turned it into. Right now, it's only four really allotment style beds, I guess. I'm not sure what the quite the right length is. They're about 1.6 meters wide, 1.8 meters wide. The idea is I could reach into the middle perfectly halfway. And loads of moving boxes. I did a no dig, um, and I bought in tons and tons and tons of compost, and then turned them into no dig beds. So. Yeah, four sort of, I don't know, half-size half ones. And then one, sorry, two massive long ones down the east side. Um, it's mostly south-facing, but there's a big a set of trees just there. And um, they've grown a lot in the last couple of years. So actually, most of my garden gets shaded now pretty early in the summer. Um, but yeah, it's quite nice. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's a nice rifle range nearby. There's lots of military gunfire and artillery. Um, yeah. There's a bit of fire flying over. Um, and you get lots of dogs barking, and then the farmers, and it's good. It's very, very nice and peaceful. Mm. The M11's there as well, and it's good. 
when I moved here, I thought it'd be dead silent, and then I looked at the map and then realised my mistake. Is that actually in in your garden? Is it right next to the house? You haven't got to go away to the allotment. It's, it's right next to the house. Right there, yeah. So I, I really, I really, I rented the garden, and then the house came with it. That's all the way I, I approached this one. Um, yeah, in 20, 2022, I was, I was basically ill for about a year at that point, and went, you know what? I'm not going to sit in this horrible terrace thing with a grey garden and didn't like my neighbours at the time. I'm going to go and move. I'm going to pay more than I can afford um, and enjoy it, basically. Don't know what this illness is. Let's just have fun. Set up a garden. And then I grew really intensely for that year. Um, yeah, so was it four weeks, six weeks? I had my beds ready, bamboo up, ready to go. Um, a ton of seeds, a ton of plants, and then plastic greenhouse, um, sitting on a bit of concrete and then um, there's an apple tree out there, which is nice appeal as well. Um, and a nice septic tank, which doesn't really shut properly, so it smells all the time. But other than that, it's delightful. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Normally, where there's a septic tank and the overflow is, the grass grows really well. <laughs> Have you got a patch of grass? That it does. Grass? It, my, it took out my lawnmower. Um, <laughs> I tried to add one of those old push ones, the um, not the motorized. You know the human ones, and um, did me well in my nice little tiny garden. And then I spent about a week trying to do the. I had them in touch for about six months, and then yeah, I got down to the bottom, and it, it, it yeah, the plastic cut away almost like it bent it, and as it went round, it tore chunks out of it. So now I've got the lawnmower basically sitting in there. I need to sort it out. I bought an electric one in the end, but I have abandoned that spot. That's now the wild area because I just gave up. I just couldn't. It's all thatch and rubbish. Um, I've deployed my chickens to try and clear it because I'd like to put some wildflowers or something down there, but it does smell and I feel bad for them, so I'm going to move them away from there now. <laughs> I've realised that it might not be the I best. I was going to say, where, you where are your chickens? Yeah, they're down in the shady corner. They move around a lot. They're in one of those wheelie coops. Oh. Um, okay. But yeah, in the summer, they're trying to be down on the south side to get some of the shade. And then in the winter, I want to move them up towards the top, really, but I haven't had time this year. Last year, they're on Last year, they were on my garden beds, and I thought I'm just going to let them do the fertilizing. I ran out of cardboard, I ran out of money for compost. Um, so I thought I'll give the chickens some time to do that one properly. Um, I just skipped on some areas, and there were weeds poking through, and it was an awful growing experience. It wasn't very no dig, half dig, I don't know what you want to call it really. But um, semi, yeah, semi year, it was chickens, it was scratch things, yeah. toss and turn. Yeah. And poop. How many chickens you got? Uh, right now, now is four, three hens and a bantam, something or other, a tiny little thing. He squeaks. He doesn't, he doesn't crow, he squeaks. It's quite cute. Um, <laughs> but he also doesn't like the girls, and the girls don't like him. So he hides on top of the coop at night, and I have to go out and get him all winter, and then go, no, sorry, boy, you've got to go in. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work. Ram him in that little room with all the girls. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he'd like it, but he, um, yeah, he's not into that sort of thing apparently. So, um, yeah, <laughs> not buying another coop. So, yeah, I just go out every night. But yeah, tonight's like not tonight. It's pretty awful. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know why it sits on top. Have you got any of them bantams, Ben? No, no. I've got what have I got. Uh, obviously, my, my standard brown rescue. Um, I've got a load of olive eggers and yeah. two bulwarks. Sweet. Oh, yeah. I, 
It's got a right mix. But again, some more soon. You weren't going to build them up again. Oh, yes. Oh, well. All right. Okay. I know. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm going to get some more. My wife wants silkies and I want death layers. So we're having both. <laughs> Hopefully, we catch a load of male silkies and all my death layers are female. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah, we'll be getting some more soon, real soon. And then we're going to hatch me out. Lovely. Is that better than that? It's so cute when they come out. Those first couple of days, absolutely spectacular. They're all manky for about an hour, and then they're cute for about two weeks, and then they're manky again. It's about twelve weeks. We hatched them about two years ago, and last year I didn't do it, and I absolutely missed it. So I'm watching everyone else hatch, and I'm just like, oh man, I want more. And I, and I had 21 at the time, and I was like, I can't, I can't. There's no way I can hatch more this year. There's no way. Where do you, where do you put the little chicks? So I, I struggled. So I had them in here in a little puppy playpen and with some hemp bedding, and it was all dusty and horrible and smelly. By about week four, I couldn't stand this for the poo anymore. Yeah, we had the same. I built a massive brooder, and we basically made it into a coffee table in our lounge. And they were in there for a long time. Um, eventually, it, I thought it was going to be my wife kicking them out, and eventually I was like, I can't, no more. My daughter was young, she was in and out. I've got videos of my daughter getting in with them and pretending she's a chicken. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, so eventually they came out, but I've got um, a setup on our allotment, and I've got a setup at home as well. So I've got, I can split them up and do whatever. It's quite a nice way to sort of split them around. So, yeah, did you do so. sensibly in the spring then, I guess? I didn't mind in the winter, so I didn't want to put them outside when they were that big, I guess, was the issue. Yeah, yeah my ones at home, are, they've got a really good, like, warm setup. It's this, uh, I live in the terrace house, mm -hmm. and sort of like the walls are like that, and I've boxed it in around the house, so there's pretty windproof. And, so it's not, to be honest, it's quite insulated, so, but they love it. They don't, even, they don't even sleep in their coop. They sleep on the perches, <laughs> looking through the lounge window, watching the telly. <laughs> Honestly, it's a, it's a standard joke. I think they love football because they see the green grass and the quality of it, and they just want it. Little <laughs> <laughs> do they know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> love to let them have a go at a football pitch. <laughs> hmm. Alex, on my, my my half a bit of paper I got here, it says you have a PhD in physics. What's that? Yes. Yeah, a uh, drunken night and then one thing led to another um yeah i was really into maths and science growing up that was my sort of uh, leaning i don't say forte but yeah that's what i really put a lot of work into and then yeah i would do a degree got to my second year of my degree and went do i want to keep doing started doing more um student newspaper stuff actually and that kind of stuff extracurricular things got to the end of my degree and went really want that job end up doing a phd in organic solar cells um so yeah um plastic polymer flexible solar cells um which is quite exciting um also computer modeling you know typing away all day in front of a computer and then yeah four years of that non-stop it's really hard work phd's are weird because it's like being a student but you're working for yourself so you're like a self-employed student 
not earning okay. much. So, the, but the more you work, the better you get. So I was in like ninety hundred hour weeks, like just whatever. Who cares? Just keep going. I worked every hour of the day. Amazing. I I really enjoyed it. It's fantastic. It like self propelled. It was really quite um yeah. It was a really interesting time. But yeah, and I um, yeah, I got a job and lost that. And never really found that sort of love of anything again. Really, the problem really is that science doesn't pay much, and I really needed at that point. I really needed some money. Um, so I sort of left science, and then mm. once you're out, you're kind of out. You need to take a lot of time catching up again. It's quite difficult to get back in. No. So, um, yeah. yeah, not quite sure but, what's next. Really. So you you think you well, not think you are on a gap year at the moment? On a gap, yeah. So oh, I. I to have a gap year in my adult life. I thought only students, uh, uh, you know, second year in uni have a gap year. Yeah, it's funny, oh, isn't it? Yeah, Ben's on his fourth gap year. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. That's a dream, though, right? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is my missus watching? <laughs> no, not no we, we can carry on. We can carry on. Yeah, I'm on my fourth year of gap years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I am. Um, oh, Lord, Miley. I yeah, I did my PhD, did a software engineering job, and then did a software job at a university, uh, a particular, an old famous one that may or may not uh, uh, be uh, not into change so much. So a lot of blockages, a lot of friction, a lot of you know we don't do stuff. And yeah, I really got quite knackered. So last summer I was going all my own food and sitting doing this software job, and I was so out of energy that. Um, all the food just rotted on the vine in places. I grew so much tomatoes, like the year before, I must have grown, I don't know, 100 kilograms, maybe 80 kilograms of tomatoes. This year I grew tons and tons and they just never picked them. It's terrible. Um, so yeah, I made this video about it, which was quite, which we'll talk about later maybe. But um, yeah, I didn't like it at all. And then I went, okay, I'm going to quit. Maybe I'll find something else. And then I went, you know what? Don't fancy it. Really enjoyed this. I made lots of videos. Based lots of writing, so I've sort of I'm gonna spend a year. I'm just gonna take a year off and then figure out what I want. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't, don't want to do software anymore. I did want to do a farm five years ago. Um, I do a lot, a lot of gardening now. I'm leaving that question open. I don't want to put anything too concrete now. But yeah, I think <laughs> I think I hate being I think being trapped at your desk is the worst thing ever. Um, that's what I've learned. Um, if you're not doing something that actually you self-propel and you don't notice a day go by, then it's going to be really difficult to do forever. And yeah, I, I do enjoy plants. So mm. maybe there's some wisdom there. Need to find maybe. Deal with it. <laughs> That's, That's like me, you know, I'm, I'm looking at when I go back to work, doing something within horticulture one way or another, even whether it's working in the garden centre, just do something that I like doing and around things that I like because I used to chef for 20 years then I worked on a building site and to be honest with what's the point I've had four years where we've survived on one wage yes. because of lockdown and everything else when I didn't go back to work we, we had a, our daughter as well and everything so with all that my wife went back to work and she's managed bless her, to completely make everything happen on one wage so like she says when you go back, go back into something you like, because chefing for 20 years was just brutal. Time. And I was knackered. 18 and 20 hour days, seven days a week. And it's just like, for what? Um, I was earning less than my wash up and I was managing a hotel just outside Bath. I mean, but 
and, and you just look at it, so what's the point? So I'm going to do exactly the same. I've had a long time to think about what I want to do and still don't know what I want to do yet. But when I go back, so when I go back, I'm going to enjoy what I do. And if I don't like it, I'll just quit. Oh. Yeah. So Sorry. this is the thing. Uh, once I realised that you could quit, like that changed everything for me. So quitting that first software job to go to this job that was going to be, it was climate stuff. So it's going to be very impactful. That was the idea. You know, enough impact. So I quit and that was sort of the thinking. And because I was ill for so long, I was really worried about the illness as well. I was like, well, time is short. And that's what I've come to sort of understand. Yeah. If you are spending your time well, then what's the point? Um, yeah. yeah. It's just not worth it. I almost applied for a part-time gardening job the other day. So it might happen. Yeah, do it. Why not? If you, can, if you can do something you love, do it. I would. I would love to do it. But I, I know I wouldn't be able to. And what we need, you know, to to stay as we are. That that's the only thing. I know. I know. I couldn't. I'd love it. I'd love to. But I don't know. Maybe we'll see. The rumours are true about Sparky's, aren't they? You see. (laughs) (laughs) If I the thing is, if I crack a a bit more on Teresa, she can earn a bit more, so I cannot bother. (laughs) Mate, you're brave. The thing not watching. (laughs) Yeah, I'll tell her. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing is like is obviously running your own business like you do jamie it's, it's bloody hard work mm. and, and you put all that effort into building a business up to just go right okay and, and it's like we did when we had the hotel and that we lived mm. to our means uh, we had no bills we paid a mobile phone bill that was it because we had lived yeah. in and then once we left it was like whoa <laughs> like, yeah, immense <laughs> Like, holy shit, we've even got to pay for the TV licence. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so everything was included when you when you run a hotel. Apart from the council tax, actually, we did have to pay that. But you, you do, you live to your means, and it's, it's hard when you sort of go, actually, nah, this ain't for me. It's yeah. bloody hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know what you mean. I always think about people who have hotels, um, cafes, and things like that, that all their shopping bills obviously go through the books and all their food bills, you know, and that they, so they don't have to pay for anything like that because it goes through the, through the book. It depends. Obviously if you eat out of the business, then that's one thing. But once you start doing everything else, those accountants are on you like a shot. (laughs) What do you mean your mobile phone's on business? You have a landline. Yeah, I do. And I need a mobile phone for when I'm not in the hotel. And my staff actually need me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there's loads of it. And that, that, I mean, I've seen so many managers. I, I worked for some guys and they worked for Whitbread. And they used to put um, a tab through every week of all their drinks and put it through as promotions when I started doing the assistant manager's work. And they used to say, oh, yeah, tab 28 goes through on promotions. I'm like, you cheeky buggers. Mm-hmm. Every time I thought you were buying me a drink out of your own pocket then all of a sudden i'm writing down a little mm-hmm. like, ah, that's how you do it <laughs> Mid. yeah yeah i know what you mean um, alex about what, what tell us about your writing then who do you write for so right now so right now i'm just i'm just sort of relaunching my blog um i used to write for magazines i was a free they used to do freelance writing for tech yeah. stuff so lots of electronics and things um but yeah, right now, no one just yet. Um, and so happy me. But yeah, right now, it's just a, it's just a blog. And so I, um, it's been a while since I've written anything proper. So I'm sort of retraining myself up, I guess, that way. 
but yeah, I used to run the student newspaper. I was pretty filling on. Um, that was a long old. That was a lot of work. That was, but more laying up and stuff, designing the layout and stuff like that. And then yeah, yeah, the freelance writing was really kind of random. I was doing this talk for um, students just on um, how to you know, how to measure so the cell efficiency. You could build a device and um, ended up talking to a guy. I, you know, I met someone else about it, and he was like, "Oh, really? You can write stuff." So yeah, it's a little bit of how you know, really. It's kind of weird these little networks exist. If you know someone who happens to run a magazine, mm, definitely the way. And talk to them. They go, "Yeah, do you want to write to me?" They're always looking for writers and stuff. Yeah, so um, right time, in the right place, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Mm, mm. But you, you do lots of videos. I do a lot. Seen. A lot of videos, yeah. Not enough videos, but mostly seen videos. Several, seen several, but yeah, tell us about some of them. Some of them are really interesting. So, so one, one, especially, I love your tomato ones. The most recent, the, 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 the one I'm holding there, yeah. Um, yeah, so the tomato ones are great, like, well, let's talk about that one, because it's here. So I recently did an experiment where I, um, I'll move it around for the people who can see it. People who can't see it, I'm really sorry. Um, but yeah, I set up a set of grow lights last year, um, just using some cheap Amazon grow lights, just any online grow lights. And I was really worried about the tomatoes going laggy, so I bought these extra ones that you bought on the front. But I didn't really know what I was doing. So this year, I just, I just actually run an experiment. So December, middle, it was about the 15th, something like that. Um, I sowed loads and loads of different tomato varieties. Oh my God, I'm going to make a mess here. So they're all color-coded. So you've got the cherry tomatoes, Sungolds, Tigerella, Black Cherry, we've got Aroma, Plum, Red Cherry, and a Costaluto Fiorentino, the beefsteak mm. one. So I do six of them on eight different shelves, uh, different distances from the lights. So you could measure how um, how much light intensity the plants are getting mm. and determine if they went leggy or not. If they got enough light, they would obviously not grow um, excessively. And then the idea was what you could do is you could measure the legginess literally getting a pair of calipers and measuring the thickness of the stems and then getting a ruler getting the length and then you could actually plot the legginess against intensity and find where it stops being leggy and okay tomatoes need that much light yeah. so i was trying to go can I you prove that. that these can you prove these grow lights are actually worth their money are they actually a con or are they actually useful and for seedlings that are less than a month old um for sure anyway maybe older than anymore actually this one isn't too bad this one's all right um, this one's sort of been sitting there, but um, yeah, for seedlings, you can do fine if you're really, really close, like within 10 centimeters, something like that. Um, and you can measure the intensity to make sure you've got the right levels and things. But yeah, I did a video on that very recently that's done quite well. Yeah, um, that was, that's awesome. so yeah, everyone went home for Christmas and saw their families, and I was hey. sowing seeds and looking really tomatoes and measuring things. And, so no. Joe's just written on there, you can take the man at science, we can't. Don't yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, know. I love that. That, that, is, that, is that is wicked. So what, so what were your findings then? So, oh uh, yes, yeah, so a couple of really cool things. So the first one is that, yeah, you want to be really close to the light. Um, t I think it was about 10 centimetres for these cheap ones. Um, but you, you can get a mobile phone app that um, measures the light intensity at a distance. There's about five DLIs. There's a daily light integral, which in some unit like mole per meter square per day. I think there's a weird unit. So you can look it up. Um, but you can measure it and make sure 
your plants the leaves within that distance and then you know your plants aren't going to go leggy which is great but what's also really cool is that this, some tomatoes do better than others so the cherry tomato sun gold were my best ones so all, all light levels they didn't really go leggy at all while the romas i think these were the best ones so i haven't got any up yet but they're i mean they're, they're reasonably tall i was i wasn't too happy with them compared to the rest um but yeah they were they all pretty much went leggy so what i thought was kind of interesting is the cherry tomatoes in general just didn't go leggy like you could just grow them at a lower light level and they didn't have so much of a problem i'm not sure if that's something to do with how they actually grow or their biology or um what that is but um yeah it's kind of interesting that right? cherry tomatoes do better and they harvest first as well so if you're growing them indoors and you want to get early early harvest and you're going to start them in December, like I did, grow a cherry tomato. That's my conclusion. Or the sun gold, which is my favourite. Love sun gold. That's wicked. See, I put a post up this week saying about um, really excited. It's February. I can start sowing um, tomatoes. Everyone's like, no, including you, Jamie. No, you're not doing that. It's too early. It's too early. That's the proof. Not you too. It's not too early now. I'm on that. It's all right if you've got loads of grow lights and set up, but not for just normal, surely. Yeah, I've got lights. Oh, that would so, so, on a windowsill and go all leggy and bendy and be rubbish. So, so middle of February, perfect time for tomatoes, without lights, just on the windowsill. Uh, yeah. East. Yeah, my grow lights out a lot. <laughs> Every full kid. Go for it. Yeah. But yeah, these ones are so I reckon I reckon I'll get some of them in the ground really early and i reckon i'll get a super early harvest i think my record is end of june last day of june nice um i want to beat that because i hate buying tomatoes more than anything because they're so expensive and not that great and they don't taste like tomatoes no they're horrible the skin's the worst bit yeah i tell you what i'll never buy a tomato and <laughs> <laughs> That was said just for Ben, and I, I just got the look. <laughs> and I can't even see you either. So, so Jamie's done this whole massive rant out. He's never going to have another tomato. He's never going to buy another tomato. And we uh, stayed at a place one night, and then for breakfast, I watched him devour one. Oh, two. Because I had Teresa's. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you did. I forgot about that. <laughs> but they were, they were there. They were there, so I ate them. But I, I, and you I didn't want to waste it, did you, mate? I have not bought a tomato out of a supermarket, well, for, for over a year. I just, I don't, don't, I can't see the point. They're horrible. I just take watery. They aren't, they aren't the same, are they? Do you? No, no, no. Do you preserve and do all that stuff as well, or do you? Um, yeah. <clears throat> I do. Yeah, I've got loads oh, of jars of, um, I say sun dried, but they're not. They're dehydrated in in olive oil. Love them. Absolutely love them. Fantastic. Yeah. And frozen. I've I made loads of tomatoes. I was about to say you found one. I've got some frozen, frozen crushed hearts I found in the freezer the other day. <laughs> Full crushed hearts. I can't even remember putting them in there. But to be honest, my, my son, stepson, Teresa's son, hates tomatoes. Hates them. So he don't have tomato sauce on a pizza. He don't like spaghetti bolognese, anything. I think it's a little bit psychological as well. You know, just the tomato thing. But I took a couple of weeks back. So I, I um, made just a tomato sauce with garlic just fried it down for ages and ages and i froze it and i made mm -hmm. spaghetti 
bolognese with that two weeks ago and he said i've never tasted nothing like it i said they are it's because it's proper good tomatoes all it was yeah. tomatoes garlic and olive oil just sat there and simmered for ages and, and reduced right down the best tasting stuff in the world isn't it i've never did, did tomatoes i think that's an unfair comment i think that's spectacular i love like, them through the through the summer when they're there that's right. all i eat i just take boxes of you know Lunchbox yeah. to work with me at lunchtime and just eat tomatoes all the time. Like I believe, yeah, a supermarket one that's that slimy or whatever on the inside. I sort of, I guess, understand it. It's I was really shocked when you didn't like tomatoes. That broke my heart. That was, yeah. yeah. They are rubbish. Yeah. Awful even the expensive ones, even the organic, you know, three pound a box can be pretty, some of them can be pretty awful. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Variation in the varieties either. There's li you can get literally like three different types of tomatoes mm -hmm. when there's there's thousands of different varieties of tomatoes. I grew twenty seven different varieties last year, and yeah, in the supermarket you can get three. Yeah, it's, it's insane. One big fat beef steak would taste enough in a little salad one and a little tiny red one. You can get beef steak tomatoes. <laughs> they don't taste of anything. They taste of just as water. Yeah, <laughs> they're obviously grown so rapidly, aren't they? And picked before they're right, chemically ripened. Yeah, so, so they yeah. Yeah. tomatoes have not been ripened by the sun. That makes sense, not sweet. That makes sense. Because by the time they get to us, they'll be just a squidgy mess if they, if they picked them when they were ripe. Yeah. Well, they vine ripens. Yeah, they're on the vine, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were on the vine when they sprayed them with yeah. a chemical or whatever it needs to do. <laughs> And that's because they're two days in the peak and it's like snip in a box, snip. Mr. Worsham was from my final. Did you? Really? When I was 14, so to go in and make the boxes that they go in and then go and pick for you. It was really tedious. I had to get £1.25 for every 100 boxes I made. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was living the dream. Yeah. yeah, you must have been loaded. Oh, well, oh mate, you. You have no idea how loaded I was because my old man wouldn't spend it either. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely an interesting job. So, uh, next one, up, get the next one. Good fun. Uh, yeah. What was your record? A minute. It's a very grim question, but how many could you do I a minute? That, so. how, how, many, how many could you do a minute? Yeah, it's a boring question. If I if I'd been doing it now, I'd do that. But back then, I was just like, right. yeah. I mean, if you do it now, you'd you'd make at least three quid an hour. <laughs> I'd say. Like, <laughs> you say that when I was um I was working for a wholesale fruit and veg supplier at one point, um just part time, I was self employed. They just wanted someone to come in and prep the veg. So I used to go in there, and because of my chef skills, I could prep the veg quicker than the machines. Yeah. And they paid on price on how much you did. After a couple of weeks, they let me go because it was costing too much money. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, I was prepping more than they needed as a wholesale supplier. And I was costing uh -huh. too much money. So they let me go. Bloody hell. Yes. Madness. Yeah. Fun facts of random stuff I've done in the past. Mark, what are you drinking? medicine i spot that what is it is that whiskey yeah mark's on the hard stuff 
He's going to fall through the garden gate. <laughs> I've got to take George to the hospital tomorrow, so it's a, a late start for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you get cast up tomorrow. <laughs> like an extra, extra Friday night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> i got a late start tomorrow, actually. I might go and have a little tipple when we finish. Not that I didn't bring nothing with me this week. <laughs> I'm influenced. Alex, what made you keep doing the, doing the YouTube stuff then? Because that's quite a big thing for you, isn't it? Yeah, um, and it takes a long time as well. I mean, the videos aren't the easiest. When I started out, I was just doing little vlogs that were handheld. Nothing against that at all, but when I did it, they weren't very interesting. They weren't very well, well put together. And then, like, yeah, I started doing some very um, intense editing, a lot of clever camera angles. A lot of, I will make sure I walk this way and build a story out of my movements and then also build a story as I talk. And then, yeah, a lot of, a lot of work. So that, so there's, so obviously I, I won that video. Uh, I won an award for Garden Video of the Year. I'll jump straight to it. But that video took 120 hours, maybe 125 hours. About a six minute video. Um, which isn't even, it's not that in depth. It's quite a surface level. You know, here's some ways of, it's about, it's called um, Can You Be Self Sufficient While Working a Full Time Job? Yeah. Um, yeah. My answer is no, so I quit. But here are some ways of, um, around working at a desk. I work from home at the time and these are ways of trying to find more time to be in the garden or make the work less because how you structure your garden things like mm -hmm. that um, clever shots and lots of story and lots of music and lots of not really effects you know Mr. if you're into YouTube at all there's the Mr. Beast style where it's all flashy and there's text flying and I don't do any of that mm -hmm. stuff it's more about the, um, yeah, it's all about the vibe, really. But yeah, it takes a long time to produce. Um, but yeah, I sort of, I don't know what it is. It's like a weird creative thing for me. Um, I think that's what I was missing at my last job. It wasn't very creative. I was trying to procure desks and computer equipment instead of doing the job. There wasn't any creativity. So I think this YouTube is really like a, um, a way of actually doing something constructive and creative and things like that. Um, but yeah, I got really into it, and I spent all my money on camera equipment and lighting and the microphone that I've got on, and yeah, and now I'm in a light, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, yeah, you win an award, and then suddenly you're like, oh, hang on, hang on, actually, maybe I'm doing something okay here, because um, that's kind of wild. Um, lots of professional videographers and stuff are nominated, and then there's a little old me YouTube channel eight months in. Um, yeah, it was, that was a, a, a big moment. So were you nominated for that? Were you put forward or did they come and find you? So I, I, so I nominated myself. So you can nominate yourself for yeah. awards. I really did the video when I made it. Like, um, every time I, every sort of day I did a render of the video to watch it back. And you, know, you get goosebumps when you're watching it. Like, it doesn't happen very often. I'm like, this is really good. Um, I really enjoyed that video. So yeah, I nominated it for myself and then they, a committee judges them and then they shortlist down to five or six i think it's five and then yeah you had lots of you know here's a how to use a garden tool by company presented by semi-famous person um and then here's a commissioned piece on an rhs chelsea garden it was a lovely video a gorgeous video spectacular documentary almost um and yeah here's a here's a youtuber um i'd say 
being silly stuff and having a catchphrase at the end and whatever silly other stuff I do. Oh, wearing a dressing gown, picking tomatoes halfway through. Nothing and, wrong yeah. with that. Nothing. There's wrong. everything wrong with that when you do it. Nothing wrong. I think there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are three jokes where I'm sleeping in the video. It's like that is the one joke I have. I get home from work and I fall asleep on the sofa. Or I don't want to water my plants. I want to be sleeping. It's a timer to do it for me. It's, yeah, one joke. And yeah, I get shiva nominated. And I win, apparently. Awesome. Which was, yeah, outrageous. Did I meet any of you there? I don't think I did. It was a very busy day for me. I didn't. Did any of you go to GMG Not like in there? No. Yeah, I did meet Anne-Marie Powell and Charles Dowding. Yeah, that was also kind of amazing because... Um, yeah, Charles Dowding, I, I, I learned all the no dig from him as well. So it's kind of like a, to go from 2022 no dig really intensely and then to yeah, 18 months later sort of shaking his hand. That was quite exciting. That was quite a fun moment. Everybody learned no dig from Charles Dowding. It's amazing. <laughs> Charles, yeah. I can Charles Dowding learned no dig from Charles Dowding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he learned it from Jeff Hamilton. He did, yeah. Oh, come off it. Let me have my moment for once. <laughs> Oh, you're so <laughs> perfect all the time. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> so you, I like Alex. Alex is on my wavelength. So you met Amory Powell then? <laughs> yeah, and I was such a newbie to gardening. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't recognise her that well. And then I went, hang on a second. Yeah, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. Um, I was having conversations with people that I'd watched for like months and not even noticed and then afterwards you know oh my lord it's you and it's not that's not your name it's you know a new from this yeah. so um the instagram is the best one. It's like dirty garden ho i met and i was like oh my lord it's you i didn't know and i was like oh i didn't know i follow her and I'm like oh she's looking any other example there's so many she's yeah she's been really nice and it's been amazing meeting people as well coming from nowhere and then winning this thing and then yeah suddenly you meet a load of people um that who you just wouldn't have done met if you wouldn't have, yeah you'd never met them as a 500 sub youtuber having goals at the time you just wouldn't meet people like that um yeah, yeah lots of lots of i don't know the name got too, too many people but the, yeah just the shock of going oh my lord i didn't recognize you because i didn't have you in the context to so many people yeah i recognize Charles doubting because yeah that was big that was big there was like two people in the world if, if monty don was there not to clang anyone I'd have been yeah. it. If I met them, that, I'd have been like, that'd have been my dream team for life. Like, just because I remember being very ill and learning everything from them. I'd like, that was like the foundation for me. So, yeah, that was quite nice. Mm. To get there. Yeah, and then, yeah. Then you come home with a nice plaque as well. That was quite nice. Nice. Proud moment. I got a bit of a story about meeting somebody and not knowing who they are. It was only a couple of weeks ago. It was in my local pub. You might, you, Ben and Martin, you might have heard of him but sean from direct plants he lives in the next village and i was in the standing at the urinal and he was at the urinal and there's a bloke next to me at the urinal and we went you're right and we just carried on <laughs> then later on he messaged me he went was that you at the urinals i went yeah i thought that was you but i won't <laughs> we just... yeah, i didn't know you were your clothes off meeting someone who's on the radio right the sort of like you don't know them out their face oh, i yeah. think it's the same sort of 
even with the TV, I think, um, yeah, if they aren't somehow, if you're not expecting it, it just doesn't matter. Like, you don't click it at all. It's really weird. Yeah. yeah. Joe's just said, who would you like to meet as a guard? I mean, you've yeah, met most of them. I think um I don't know, I really just I don't know. I got I'm I'm gonna say Monty Don again just because yeah, he is the, the, the guy for oh, me. Yeah. Um amazing. like his biggest fanboy. I'm not really, but um I do have a couple of his books and I've read them and um yeah. I think um there's such a nice presence about him. It's such a nice presence. Yeah, that'd be it. An amazing moment. That'd be amazing. It would do. What? I was on the spots. So that makes it much easier too. I think I'm desperate to meet Anne-Marie Powell. <laughs> Isn't and she going then, to some ball soon? She going to some ball soon. <laughs> <laughs> she is going to some ball. Yeah. And and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to meet her at. The, at some ball, have you, you you know about the Garden Grand Ball, Alex? I do. do. I um, you must have famous, not, not famous, obviously, but it will be famous. I really don't dance. I'm a bit. Um, should I even? Should I go? That's why I'm at you the moment. You need to come. There'll be plenty of people not dancing, but plenty of people dancing really bad too, like me and Mark. <laughs> you are hiding in a corner. <laughs> you are dancing. <laughs> I'm going to get you pissed and get you up there. <laughs> Ben's not coming. No, I'm not. No, I'm sorry. I've got a really sad face on at the moment, Ben. You can't see. Be. Really sad. I'm not. I'm not that much of a person to miss, mate. You know what I mean? The the part he will go on without me. <laughs> You're part of a threesome. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, yeah, that's not the sort of thing you uh you shout about. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's like Ben thinks he's not Ben isn't. I actually have plans. Here's my here's my grandfather's birthday that day. See, is another honest answer. Oh. March the sixteenth, isn't it? It is. Yes. It is. Well, Alex, Alex is going to be there. Alex is going to buy you a ticket in a minute, aren't you, Alex? Right. As soon as you get off here. I can drive there now. It really does limit the excuses too, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I like excuses. I've got all of them. I'm not coming. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, jelly dot. Um, yeah, me and Joe are going out on a, on a little dinner date, see? Joe's not going either. I'll get the rumours going, Jeff. Yeah, go on, do it. Go and talk about leggy cornflowers. I don't think you'll see any today. <laughs> They're on this shelf. They're on this shelf. You know what happened there? It just kicked us all out. Well, I don't think that was me. Oh. But I did touch the when it happened. It kicked everybody out. I don't know. It's very ominous. I just wanted to read that comment and it's gone now, which is a bit unfortunate. I've never known it just click and kick everybody out like that before. It's literally after an hour as well, because we started just after half past, so... They're really joking. They're, um, like, they're sort of speculating yeah. what they're doing. Been on 
Oh, get out. <laughs> they, have, they have lots of weird practices, don't they, these platforms, like, you don't kind of expect. They don't advertise often. I wouldn't be surprised if it's either a bug or a, or a feature that they yeah. have on. Third episode we did, way back in August, yeah, we had massive technical issues, and it would only be <laughs> two people on the live, whereas all, all the previous times it's let four people in. So it just absolutely threw us, and apparently it was it was the whole of Instagram was doing it. There was other people trying to do lives, and they just it just wouldn't let anybody in. This is a lovely little software issue that one. That's great. Yeah, yeah. it's been glitchy all night. To be fair, for me, it's been a bit. Um, you know, people kept freezing and audio kept. I don't know what it's been, mm. what it was like for anyone else. Uh, mine wasn't too bad. Um, the app itself's a bit. Jittery the last couple of days, but that's my phone. I've done some weird stuff to it, so I think they've updated it quite quite a bit recently as well, haven't they? Instagram. I can't believe so. I'm so bad at Instagram. I used to be so much more on it, and now I spend so much time on the other place that on YouTube. <laughs> I see this stuff sort of go by, but YouTube has weird stuff as well. Like it gets to um, all the data gets processed at eight a.m., then the numbers come through at ten, and then at ten. Your video will go up or down depending on how much they like stuff. So you just artificial times where, yeah, your video just turns off or turns on. Um, I had a weird one where it got picked up by Google and then that turned off YouTube. And yeah, it, weird stuff happens like that. Weird behaviours on the all these platforms. So, little gremlins. Part of the fun, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But it's why I'm trying to do a blog as well, and like, and also I do want to do more Instagram really because it's nice to have multiple platforms. I'm glad you're doing the podcast in more places. Yeah, um, and I mean that's the thing because it's such a long form um, like Instagram unless people are watching it live I don't think many people are going to go back and listen to like an hour's worth of, of just chatting so we, we you know we said eventually we'd, we'd turn it all into a podcast because it it's just so much easier, easier for, for people to consume you know and doing what I do I'm a full-time gardener so I, I constantly have podcasts going and exactly. and I don't really want to have a screen on either. Like, it's just really awkward. Like, yeah. Turning up and cuts sound on Instagram, is that right? I can't quite remember. So, yeah. yeah. It's nice to be able to have a background play and stuff. It's just, yeah. Do you actually post any of your videos to Instagram or is it literally all just on YouTube? That's a great question. I sometimes do little reels that are um, like tie-ins, I guess is what you'd call it if it was a book. Um, I did film one that was sort of like a, it was kind of a promo really for that. Um, I did do a time lapse that was, the tomatoes growing over three weeks so that went up on instagram but the issue is yeah it's not really the platform for five minute six seven eight minute videos no. is the main issue for instagram um yeah i haven't really got an instagram strategy sorry either so maybe i maybe i should but, um, <laughs> I we just make it well, well this is the thing right um that's probably the best way and on YouTube, I'm quite polished. I've got a lot of work into getting the right words out and getting them spoken properly. And um, if I um too much, I'll cut, start again, go back. Um, but yeah, I think what I'll do for Instagram is just do more very quick to camera. If I get it wrong, I get it a little bit wrong. That's really a nice way of being, to be honest. It's, it kills me doing the editing and getting it perfect. You're the director, the cameraman, the sound engineer, the editor, the writer, all in one. While trying to be natural, so so yeah, throwing away all of that, I think, and doing it more raw on Instagram is a nice way. 
Yeah. Uh, You'd have to sort of um, re-edit it, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm Alex Grows Food on um, YouTube. Uh, on Instagram, annoyingly, I've got the dots. Um, someone else has the other handle. But on um, yeah, on YouTube, I'm just um, normal Alex Space Grows Food. One day I'll get the one with without dots on Instagram, but not today. Is there a way of? I guess there isn't a way of posting on both, so you wouldn't have to. That's the the issue. I mean, the good thing with the podcast yeah. is actually you only post it in one place, and then yeah. it shares it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with you know social media and YouTube, you'd, you'd actually physically have to post it and mess yeah. around and do all. There are also other weird things. So, like if you shot a if you shot a TikTok, is it? Then that allegedly lowers your impressions and views anyway. So you need to leave the app open. You can't just go somewhere else. Oh, really? You have to be there to comment physically. They're trying to apparently people say they enforce that. And also the videos need to be slightly different anyway. The style is different on each platform, so much more so. Um, and yeah, an audio piece. So we just we wouldn't um, do as well on a different platform. And Instagram Reel won't do as well on TikTok. No. And TikTok won't do as well on YouTube Shorts. And the YouTube Short won't do well on YouTube Longs. It's kind of wild. Yeah, it's really, really odd. It is nice to hear Mark talk more. Yeah, Mark, I don't hear you very often on these things. It's weird. We were talking the other day about the fact that for some reason, when the other two are on, my volume seems to drop. And I don't know whether there's a way of, because it's on a mobile, I don't, I don't, unless it was on, on a laptop or something like that, I don't think there's actually a way of improving that. It, it sounds like, like it's cutting in too late like it misses the first word and doesn't realize and then it goes oh hang on i need to send your voice over that's what it sounds like it's really odd um yeah, yeah. i don't know if it's a di are you far from the microphone i don't know maybe it's that or these little ones don't know that would solve the issue for me yeah i don't know jamie and just kicked him started again so and they've disappeared and not come back so i don't know what's what's quite going on there which is really awesome well they, 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 they definitely will take it personally <laughs> so when when, uh, when you're editing your videos what do you actually use to edit them is it is there a program that you use is yeah so I, your I, day job as a software no, engineer no, no, no. No, no, no. Um, it's entirely different. Yeah, no. Um, but but Caden, so I use Caden Live, which is kind of interesting because it's a free. Um, I don't know what it's called. Is it? Is it? It's, uh, I don't know what it's actually. What you'd actually call it is it's KDE, which is a. I don't know is that Linux software term. The idea is it's like a. It's not open source as such, but it's a free software, and it's developed. Um, it's not, yeah, you're not paying hundreds of pounds a month like you would a premium. It's really nice. So you can make all this, all these videos. Oh, welcome back. You can make them on a, on a free piece of software. You don't need to spend loads of money, which I think is really cool. Like a lot of people would spend, Adobe is the big one. And Final yeah. is the other one. They're really expensive, but you can just buy a penny. Hello. Hello again. 
it cut out, Mark. Sorry, just for the same. That I cut for a lot of the editing that I do on any videos. That makes sense. Are you on a phone, I guess? Is that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Where's Ben? I don't know. I did invite him. What happened, Mark? It just kicked us out. I was saying to Alex, it was literally... That was exactly one, one hour. Yeah, really. Exactly Mark's one hour. Never done that before, has it? No. They didn't put a block on us for an hour, have they? <laughs> Wanted rid of you. <laughs> Mark was being so rude. See me, Ben. You I can out, see you all now. Isn't that funny? <laughs> now I've come in the house and I'm warm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd given up. I thought, that's it, Mark's booted me out because I showed him my dodgy cornflowers. <laughs> Kyle, they came in, so we didn't even get to see him. Sorry. Didn't even see him in all their glory. Joe will be gutted. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's but, that one, isn't it? Maybe that's what kicked us off. I see it, all right. Yeah, because she didn't want to see your cornflowers. <laughs> <laughs> what were you two talking about while we were... No. Oh. Most of all. Sounded like um, video editing to me. Yeah, we're talking about the gremlins of platforms and then, yeah, I use Caden Live as my video editor because it's free. So it's a paying for an expensive subscription like a lot of people do. I use um, Instagram. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't get on with that. My thumbs aren't smooth enough. I <laughs> go in and suddenly it's gone. I just can't. Put a clip together, it's always awful. What about flowers, Alex? Do you do flowers and plants? What's a f flower? Come on, <laughs> I, I, um, French marigolds. I really like, um, I really like marigolds, they're really nice. What else is there? Nasturtiums are nice, you can eat them, they're good. <laughs> really good for the chickens, too. Really good for their help, like, gives them healthy gut. I didn't know that. Interesting. They like the leaves. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, okay. they're really, really good for chickens. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not so into... I did try a little bit more flowers last year, but they all died in their pots. Didn't really get around to them. Poached eggplants oh, were yeah, fun. Cute. They were cute. Uh, I'm going to have to shoot, guys. All right, Ben. Oh. All right. Good luck, Ben. Alex, lovely um, to meet you. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go, all, all right. right? That's all right. Thanks, Take care. Bye. 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 Yeah. Flowers, I don't really know much about them, to be honest. Um, yeah. I'm not sure where to start, really. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, veg growing sort of was quite easy to get into because there's so many... I was watching Homesteaders on American YouTube channels and stuff. That was a really good entry point. But, yeah, flowers is it's like another tier to get past. I've not quite figured it out Damn yet. Years. Stick a day here and you'll get flowers. It does, it does have a benefit to your plot. And your food production if you have more flowers. That's so why I, I have two or three flower beds in my new allotment. So I do lots of interplanting, but they're all marigolds and nasturtiums. And it's not mono, but it's pretty monoculture of plants, flowers. Not great. Joe's just said East Anglia Posse. Is it all just us from around here now? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you guys? I'm in Norfolk. And I'm in Lincolnshire. Not far from you. I'm only about probably 50 miles from Cambridge. Oh, really? Mm. Kings Lynn? Yep. Yeah, okay. So that was my goal when lockdown to cycle to Kings Lynn. That was my 
weird target to get healthy. I was like, I can go 50 miles, that's seaside, pretty much. Did you do it? No, I could be. Well, no, I got um, heckled on Twitter <laughs> by the Kingsland newspaper. <laughs> Being like, no, it's lockdown, you can't cycle to Kingsland. I'm, I'm only training, leave me alone. So I've I... only gone out once today. I've stayed out for seven hours, but I've only gone out once. <laughs> I could say my goal in lockdown was to run to Edinburgh, but no, nah, I didn't do it. <laughs> I did 50 miles. But I didn't do Kingsland. Oh, so well Kingsland well um, yeah, it shuns me. So I'm done. Mm. Yeah. It's gardening. It's safer. It really it's safer. is. Oh, I've had so many misses on a bike. So, yeah. I remember every single one, and I'm like, oh, it's awful. I had things thrown at me and all sorts. It's really bad. It's really quite an awful way of travelling. Do, do you wear a camera? So, sometimes, I did actually at one point because I had a weird premonition that something was going to happen. It's a weird thing to say. I sort of had a, I sort of had a feeling it was going to happen. And then, yeah, I got a bottle thrown at me and it was all on camera. You uh, what? Just a yuzui, a milkshake. But, um, yeah, just out of a car window. Uh, someone was oncoming and, yeah, threw a bottle at me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is weird for it. They really don't like cyclists. Like they've had enough. I think that is the vibe around here. It's um, yeah. There's not everyone, but like there's a section that are like, no, I, I waited long enough. They're so bad. Some of them do dart around and stuff, and they just yeah, the respect has sort of died. I think it's only really a Cambridge issue. I don't really find any issues cycling anywhere else. It really, no. is just a Cambridge. It's really it's weird. There's millions of them. I think yeah. I think the cars are just like I don't yeah. I can't keep doing. This. I think that's yeah. the, the attitude. And scooters now as well. Oh, they're fun and expensive, yeah. <laughs> so when I go to London, I cycle to the university, then get a scooter, and then go to the train station. You can't park at the train station, your bike will get nicked. So I, yeah, I get a scooter. Mm-hmm. To the, and then I get a bike through town, London. It's good. Mm. Multimode of transport. Like four yeah. or five modes to get anywhere. It takes forever. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> what other veg do you grow except from tomatoes, no. Joseph? Everything, pretty much everything. Peppers in a big way as well. Um, chili peppers, tons of them. Sweet peppers. Um, last year I did lots of sweet corn, lots of old um, multicolour sweet corn. That was fun. Chard, my chickens love chard. Uh, they're pretty addicted to the stuff. I don't like the leaves, but they don't like the stems. So. Works pretty well. I just tear them off and they go crazy for them. Uh, peas, beans, runner beans, you know, the stuff. Not good at, haven't ever done potatoes. Um, um, I couldn't eat carbs last year, so I really struggled um, wanting to grow them. But onions are great. Garlic, I'm still picking garlic out of my little tote bag in the cupboard. Um, I think mean, that's one of the best things I've ever grown, just because it's still, it's just there. Garlic's amazing. Love growing garlic. Once you've cracked growing it, you just—it's so easy to just it's store, amazing, and it just lasts. Isn't it? Obviously, yeah. Here again, unless Italian mm. leaf miner or white rock, anything like that. I've I've got both of those. But I'm persevering. Mm. Can't remember what happened to mine last year. I think they all went. I think they all went rusty. I use a supermarket garlic, which is a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they all went rusty, mm. so, yeah. 
What's what happens this year? What happened? I think I couldn't buy anymore or something and I wanted to plant them. I got quite desperate. And yeah, didn't work out. But they're still healthy to eat at least. They still taste fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even with a bit of rust on it, don't matter, does it? It doesn't hurt you. No. And um, what else? Carrots. Carrots are fun. Little chance carrots in containers. They're quite great. I don't like digging just because I'm lazy more than anything else. So if it doesn't form on the surface or in a box yeah. or I don't really get involved. So I've never done parsnips, never done long carrots that go deep. Um, yeah. I don't really grow brassicas either. No? I don't really like them. Oh. They're a lot of work. I love kale. Kale's amazing. Kale's the only thing I grow in Kale's lovely. Curly. Cavalinero. Oh, God. I did, I did grow Cavalinero, but that, that, that stem through the middle just gets caught in my teeth. I, I love that, that bit. Oh. I love that bit in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely stabbed the inside of my mouth with it once. I went, oh, God, what went to me? I've got to be healthy and I'm bleeding. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Salad's literally killing me. Like, yeah, it was... It was uh, Maybe we should boil it or something. Oh, God. No? <laughs> <laughs> I just pan fry mine quickly and a bit of garlic, and that's it. Rock hard. Love it. Curly cow, like yeah, Curly cow's nice. It's just, yeah, I chuck that in the oven, a bit of olive oil and some salt. Oh, lovely and crispy. Like crisps. So, yeah, okay. I've started eating real crisps again, which is kind of bad. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, um, I don't know. Well, I want to grow this year. More than anything else, I think I want to try um, Cape Gooseberry. Um, Fissilis, is that? Mm. I mean, that'll be quite exciting. All sorts of weird stuff like that would be quite interesting. Um, citrus would be great if I had a any kind of glass. That'd be nice. Yeah, I've only got a little plastic greenhouse. It doesn't really keep in any heat. So, how, how big is it? The greenhouse. Yeah. It's pretty. Um, it's Take probably this room, this little bit you can see. Um, what's that? Uh, Normally about eight. Three meters by four meters. Four meters by two meters, maybe. Like a zippy thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of it's, it's reasonably big, but oh, um, you can walk in it. It's quite big. I mean. I've quite back. It's quite a long way back here. It's quite a. It's yeah. yeah, so it's good, but it just doesn't keep in the heat. So, um, and it also really blocks out a lot of light. It's a really odd thing. Um, mm. So yeah, you yeah. kind of leggier plants in there. Um, they are really quite spindly. That anything does really. And then it gets really hot in the summer, and you can't ventilate. It yeah, because only got one hole. So, I like it. It's love it, but I've got two of them. But um, can't do much with it. So yeah, I can't do any citrus really. I could do it indoors on the windows. I haven't got any windowsills. Got one windowsill. Yeah, it's west facing. Yeah, I got this lovely wall, a lovely south facing wall. I mean, it's a gorgeous wall. But mm. um, can't do anything with. It. I don't know why they've done that. It's quite an old house. It's, uh, eighteen something, eighteen thirty. It's not old. Yeah, but old enough. Old enough to know. Self's good, surely. 
Oh, you would have thought so. You would have thought so. There is logic behind thinking about the house as well as the garden. <laughs> well, yeah. I think you have to say house attached to the garden. It really was a... There aren't many houses with gardens, you know, for less than 1300 a month, I think was what I was putting on my thing at the time. In the middle of winter, turns out, they didn't advertise that many. This was 1250 a month, I think. So, yeah, my gap mm. is really hurting. Yeah, yeah. I'm really going down. Mm. So, yeah, I might move soon, which also is quite awkward. Where do, do I leave it? That's the big question right now. Ooh. Do I return it to the lawn so the landlord doesn't like find me, or do I just take the fine? <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Because if you kick me out right now, no, it'd just be barren. It'd be, uh, you would not be happy. So, no. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Right, gentlemen, it's nine o'clock. I need to shoot. Yeah. Thanks for lovely time, to uh, lovely to meet you, Alex. Thanks for the thanks for the chat. So yeah, thanks for having me on, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe I'll see you in Nottingham. Maybe you will we'll see. Come uh, on, get a ticket and come meet us. Come see us. Potentially, we'll see. I promise us. I might do it. I probably will do yeah. it, but no problem. Let's do it. Come on. We're all, we're all nice there. You know that. We'll all get on really well. Yeah, we'll see how it is. Cheers all right. Later. Good to see you guys. Have a good evening, chat. Bye, viewers. Bye.